Hi guys, Kroiso, welcome back to uh, the Code Life Cymru podcast. I'm here with my good friend, John Butler, and together we're starting a new series called Staying in the Game. What we want to do is provide guys right the way across Wales with essentially a kit bag a kit bag full of ways, tips, and advice on how you stay in the game, keep following Jesus, and become the kind of men that we know God has created us to be. Every day, we get up each day and we we focus our minds on Jesus Christ. But it is hard, isn't it? And uh, just to stay in the game requires intentionality and effort. So we hope that in a kind of fun and jovial way, we're going to be able to encourage you guys uh, with some some great ideas. So, without any further ado, uh, John, sit it. How are you doing? Ah, uh, well, Shema John. Uh, yeah, uh, doing down. Yeah, I'm Dioch. Um, I'm okay, thank you. Uh, and yourself? Yeah, I I'm all right actually. Um, I I think um, uh, I think we uh, Aesodar. Aesodar, I think, is, is probably that's the... That's the... Oh, yeah, we uh, chat about uh, that before, Yeah, right? yeah. I think that's that's probably where I'm at. Quite good. Um, but hmm. uh, I, I think challenges and uh, frustrations, uh, wanting momentum to happen again, uh, just in life as much as anything else, not just with CVM Cymru, but but just in life. And um, uh, I'm... Yeah, I, I think... Uh, I wanted to share a quote with you, actually, um, before yes. we go any further. Um because I think I found it really helpful. It's by Erwin McManus. You know the guy from Mosaic in Los Angeles? Um, yep. And he wrote a book called The Last Arrow. It's not a new book. It's been out for a few years now. Uh, but um, I've, I'm rereading it and finding it helpful. Okay. And he says uh, in the preface, uh, so right at the beginning of the book, um, life is a series of challenges, adventures, and yes, even battles. There will always be giants to subdue and dragons to slay. I have already decided to die with my sword in hand. There's more courage in us than danger ahead of us. You are strong enough for the battles ahead. I just, um, I find that super encouraging because, um, as I said to you earlier, I was, I woke up at five o'clock this morning and uh, felt bright as a button and couldn't go back to sleep. But, just felt a, a kind of like a haunting call, if you like, from God to uh, just to get up and read my Bible and pray. And as I was doing it, I, I, I don't know, I, I, I think I was going to places where it was like, why are things not happening? What's going on? Uh, why haven't we been able to just pick up where we left off? All sorts of stuff like that. I don't know. Do you feel any of that yourself? Yeah, I, I think I do. And I think it's that um because lots of things are, are back to normal or lots of things have, have opened up and life is returning to what we sort of hoped and expected we maybe make that assumption um that it will just be like as it was before even though we know things have changed but we just feel like perhaps the old strategies would work before the old um way of doing things and, and plans would work but i think all of our lives have been affected and changed, haven't they? And all of our perhaps routines are, are different to what they looked like before. And so there's many different reasons why what worked yesterday isn't necessarily working today. 
Um, and so therefore it can be a bit like, oh man, but I want, I want some stuff to work. I want some stuff to be happening. I want this to, yeah, to be progressing or I want this momentum, I think is the word you used. Um, and I think it's, um, when, when it isn't building as fast as we want, or as we would expect, that can be a little bit discouraging, but actually at the same time, does it not provide a, a challenge, but an opportunity for us to tackle it differently? And I think that's probably what this series uh, is going to touch on in many ways, isn't it? It's about keeping us in the game by providing us with the kit, the equipment, the tools, uh, or even the weapons, uh, as that quote refers to, to, to keep us in the game, to, to get us back on our feet, to keep us going. Yeah, and I think for me, uh, there's been a phrase that I've used um, a few times recently, uh, and, and actually I've seen it on Facebook and all over the place, faith over fear. So, so holding yeah. on to faith and not giving in to fear, and uh, there's there's a part of us that that says, well, well, actually, we're followers of Jesus. We're we're disciples. We are becoming more and more like Jesus every day. Um, but there is also that temptation to feel fear um, and to feel um, that things are not not maybe what they seem. So yeah. um, I think there's um there's that challenge. Sorry, there's that challenge, isn't there? Sometimes either fear of circumstance or perhaps even like fear of ourselves, and I mean as in like fear of failure, perhaps the the feelings of inadequacy <laughs> and not sort of you know meeting the mark or, or coming up to standard, um, or or it yeah not going wrong. Maybe the fear of of what other people think and are looking at um, those sorts of things rather than perhaps having that decision of faith face like flint as the bible talks about mm. which actually is a great phrase isn't it it's like you know what i'm determined i'm setting my face like flint that kind of like gritting teeth not like i'm going to do this like in my own strength like and being all sort of like macho and this is me but actually you know what i'm going to be determined to live out the plans and the purposes of god i'm going to be determined to to live like jesus even though I maybe don't always get it, even though it's scary at times, even though it might not always be going to plan as I would expect. Yeah, I'm going to do these things. Why? Because this is what he's asked me to do. This is what I want to do to honor him, to thank him and to, to live a life that reflects him. Yes. And I, I, yeah, I think part of, of uh, following Jesus is that making the right choices, making the right decisions, Sometimes when they're inconvenient to us, so actually making a different yeah. decision might actually be in the short term better for us. But also sometimes making the right decision uh, when it, it, it actually causes us a bit of pain as well. And um, I say that because I want to lead into the fact that at the time of recording this particular podcast, it is actually Mental Health Awareness Week, and it is. Uh, and so, you know, I think what we want to be super clear on is that just simply following Jesus, being a disciple follower of Jesus, does not mean that we are immune from um, mental health issues or anything like that. Um, and and I. I think I'm aware of, um, you know, over the last few months, um, and, and and not to go into huge details, but uh, there's been some stuff that 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 we as a family have had to uh, work through. Um, mm. 
and it's affected our mental health. And so, you know, when I want to be very triumphant and say it's faith over fear and it's nothing to worry about because God's in control, but you sit on your settee in your living room and you're questioning how this is all going to work out and is it even going to work out? So we do struggle, don't we? Yeah, and I think I think you're right. I think that is good, isn't it? Not to make that assumption that we're immune or even to think actually because I've got a faith in Jesus that therefore um, I, I, I shouldn't be weak or I shouldn't experience these difficulties and challenges. I, I don't think that's healthy. I don't think that's right. And I certainly don't think that's what we find in the Bible either. The Bible comments on and talks about mental health challenges, talks about things uh, like anxiety, talks about depression, not only provides um, uh, strategies for dealing with those things, but also talks about, um, shares the, the life experiences of people in the Bible who went through those challenges, doesn't it? And I think those things are in there to demonstrate to us that whilst, yes, we are more than conquerors, at the same time, we do still have some stuff to conquer mm. <laughs> with the help of the grace of God. Yeah, so last week I was uh, fortunate to be invited onto um, Transworld Radio UK. It's a bit of a plug. Um, I did an interview because uh, Prince William was at the opening of, do you know the James's place? Um, um, I'm aware of it a little yeah. bit from your interview, and I'll, I'll be asking for your autograph shortly. Now uh, that brilliant, you're, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Official, it, official radio guest. It comes at a cost, but uh, we can work something out. Um, but <laughs> Postage. To, <laughs> yeah, so basically the James's place is started in Liverpool by uh, the parents of, a, of a, uh, a young guy called James who had mental health problems and sadly um i believe committed suicide um and uh, these parents have set up a charity and they they call these these places james's places and it's a it's a charity where you can go if you are struggling with your mental health and find the support that you need um and get the you know the shoulder to shoulder um help uh it was very interesting because i was asked uh, last week uh what is the ultimate solution to mental health or poor mental health? And really, there is only one solution, isn't it? It's the, the only solution is ultimately the gospel. It's Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's, it's discovering our identity in Jesus as men um, in this context. But obviously, this applies to men, women, and, uh, and children. Um, so I want to ask you a question. And um, uh, guys, this is not a pre-planned question, so uh, it's going to be uh, if 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 John needs a second or two to gather himself and answer it, please bear with us. Um, you talked about the strategies that the Bible offers um, to help. Yeah. Do you have anything in mind? <laughs> well, um, there's that famous passage, isn't there, where it talks about a, uh, a cord of three strands cannot be easily broken. And uh, in those verses, it talks about how if if, if one person falls and falls alone, who's going to sort of help them? Who's going to help pick them up? And the idea actually is that we're built for community. We're built for connection. We're built for relationship and and partnership with with other people and with and with God. And perhaps often that that cord of three strands is usually used uh, in a wedding context because the idea talks about husband, wife and then uh, Jesus being the the third strand. Um, But actually, I think it's really important that we grasp that concept um, in our sort of day to day as well. 
rather than just in that that context um it's ecclesiastes isn't it uh chapter four uh, from memory i'm just going to look it up now yeah ecclesiastes yeah. chapter four um it says though one can be evilly easily overpowered two could defend themselves and that a cord of three strands can cannot be broken um that's a paraphrase by the way that does it not, not say uh, I'm, this is going from memory now but does it not say um because this is quite strong i think pity the man who falls and no one is there to pick him up yes it does uh i'm I, just looking it up in the niv rather than the paraphrase that i was looking at um yeah so it says two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor if either of them falls one can help the other up but pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up and I think that that's what we're all about, isn't it? So you know, you're yeah, um, you're talking about um, well, not talking about, but you, you know, you're leading a church in in Aberystwyth called Freedom Church. We're doing the CVM yep. Cymru stuff together, sports chaplaincy as well, which is another thing that um, yeah. we have involvement in, and um, yeah. it's all about not going it alone but having people around you who can support you and notice when something isn't quite right T- totally and that i guess sports chaplain is a great example really there isn't it? the whole concept of chaplaincy is about the the walking alongside <laughs> coming alongside others uh, being being there in that moment when they're maybe experiencing challenges and, and helping them up and i think in in church context uh, and in, in your sort of men's ministry context, CVM Cymru, that idea of that sort of mutual coming together, that mutual picking one another up, that mutual standing together and helping helping one another. Um, and it's, you know, it's all biblically based, but we also see that sort of outworking in, um, I guess, in science and current sort of scientific advice, if I can use that phrase, uh, as part of sort of um, well-being and wellness. Like there are pillars of well-being um, scientifically accepted and adopted by companies and organizations all over the world and one of those is is be connected it calls Mm. it's about that sort of talking and listening and being with other people that connection thing um has worked its way into science and so you've you've got it's not just something we've picked out of the bible and gone hey this sounds like a great idea there's also science that proves that it's encouraged and it's endorsed as a as a tactic if you like a strategy that connection for our well-being by the medical profession as well i absolutely love the fact and you hear this so many times that um science uh the medical community discover something and actually it was always there in the bible it was always you know god had thought about it way before we caught up with him and uh, you know haven't worded yeah. that particularly well but uh, you know what i mean no no i know what you mean i do know what you mean yeah I always find it really intriguing. I'm going to go off off um, piece a little bit uh, for for a moment, but um, uh, I always love the yourselves f- in people. Yeah, I always love the fact that um, you know you you get memory foam beds, pillows, whatever. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This is really <laughs> uh, guys. You can't see John's face right now, but he looks really confused. Um, so. <laughs> Memory memory foam is a brilliant invention, right? But um, if you um, were to dissect a woodpecker, you would discover that behind his beak is the same technology that is actually memory foam. So every time a woodpecker taps at a tree, 
he's got a membrane behind his beak, which is pretty much memory yeah. foam, and it goes exactly back to where it always was. God created memory uh, foam before okay. we ever discovered it. That's interesting, interesting. isn't it? That, that is interesting, yeah. I was going to do the Woody Woodpecker laugh then, but but I can't do it. So um, I'm not even going to try. But um, yeah. yeah. But actually, you know, but there's, there's, there could be something quite powerful in that as an illustration, though, isn't there? Because you, you, you consider how fast a woodpecker pecks. Again, I feel like there's like some sort of tongue twister there. But but that's going to do some damage, isn't it? Without that memory foam, without that design. Properly. And actually, in, in, in life, as, as hectic as an intense our lives can be, you know, we can be rushing from here to there, trying to get stuff done, working, you know, like a woodpecker, essentially. If we haven't got the correct support structure in place, oh, I like then it. there's going to be damage, isn't there? There's going to be lasting damage. Absolutely. Absolutely. I knew there was a reason for me to bring up the woodpecker. Um, but yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Um, and I think um, here's something in my personality, which I actually have to fight against. Um, but I think it's probably going to be quite a common male thing. And that is yeah. when life gets tough, rather than ask for help, I withdraw. It's a lot easier for yeah. me to withdraw and uh, and to try and ride out the tough period and then come back when I'm feeling much better. But here's the thing. Okay. I rarely feel much better. And so then I end up yeah. pulling further and further and further away until I'm completely isolated. And the enemy has yeah. his, he has his way then. He can make me feel um, so dark. He can make me feel so isolated. Um, and as I say, I have to be hugely intentional about that so that when I am struggling, I reach out to somebody. And I'm very fortunate. And I do, it's a real blessing to be able to say, you know what, actually, uh, I can go to this guy or that guy and I can talk about the stuff and I won't get isolated. So I think in terms of our kit bag for this month, it really is, guys, two is better than one and three yes. is is exponentially better. So when we add God into that mix, yeah. it becomes even more powerful. But whatever you do, don't do life on your own because it, you will, we will all be taken out completely yeah no i think i think that's a that's a great that's a great bit of kit to have in the bag but it's only good if we use it isn't it so um it's about making those connections finding those opportunities to uh be, be connected to have those ones and twos or threes um around us to encourage one another to pick one another up um if we do fall john just another question um <clears throat> that I haven't prepared you for. Um, obviously, with it, be, <laughs> with it being uh, Mental Health Awareness Week and the fact that you, you wear two hats in an average week, you probably wear more than that, but, yeah. but you, wear, you wear two uh, professional hats, if you like. You're a, you're a church yeah, planter yeah. pastor of Freedom Church in Aberystwyth, and you're also the chaplain at Aberystwyth uh, Football Club. Um, yep. Who, are they... they are they safe now? Are they staying up? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There oh, yeah. you go. Very, very much so. There you go. Um, but with those hats... Safe as houses. Safe as houses. Um, with those hats on, um, how do you how do you support guys? How would you go about supporting guys 
what would you advise somebody who comes to you and says, you know what, I'm really struggling, whether it's I'm turning up the church or whether uh, they're mm-hmm. a, a, on the staff at um, Aberystwyth Football Club. What would the yeah. kind of advice you'd give to help yeah. them in that moment? Sure. I think, first of all, it's, it's important to, to stress and to express that I'm not a uh, mental health expert. Uh, whilst I'm a mental health first aider, I'm not sort of medically trained. And I think if there's a, a significant uh, problem or significant challenge that, that someone's facing, it's the expert advice, expert help is always best. But in terms of sort of like just the some of the everyday challenges that many of us would experience or the um, seasonal challenges that, that some of us experience, there are there are some simple strategies that we can put in place. And I think one of those is about that is about that connection. It's about that time to to sit with, come alongside, talk, listen, share, encouraging people that not to be ashamed or afraid of, of, of sharing what their challenges are, listening, and then being that good friend, being that good supporter, being that, that person who, who cares, and then if necessary, can connect them or point them in the right direction of, of further support and help that's needed. Because actually sometimes, and I, you know, I can personally attest to this, just the opportunity to be able to talk through some of my feelings or challenges with, with a friend, with someone else, not necessarily fixing them. It just means that I'm not carrying those. And sometimes it's just the carrying of those challenges is what becomes heavier than the challenges themselves. Um, if you get what I'm saying, mm. I'm, I'm also aware that as we've said, we're recording this on mental health awareness week and the sort of the main, the main theme, if you like of um, mental health awareness this week, that the mental health foundation have put together is, is loneliness awareness. And actually that fits in really well with what we're talking about. Yeah, doesn't it? it? Does. We're talking about the importance of connection. We're talking about the importance of um, having someone to talk to. Um, and you know, it might be, you don't feel like you've got someone you could talk to. You're listening to this. You're like, who would I, where would I even start? Well, start with your local church, start with uh, maybe your local sports club, like, there are there are people out there you know find a sports chaplain or even just re- reach out to a friend or a colleague at work like just just have that conversation um equally if we've if we've got someone in life that we're spotting isn't isn't firing on all cylinders or isn't doesn't seem quite themselves doesn't seem quite right at the moment let's not be afraid to ask them how they're doing let's not be afraid to begin that conversation ourselves and offer to be that person that's willing to listen um, that they might need yeah i love that i think that's really important and uh, uh sometimes you know it, it's it's just it's just being available to other people isn't it and kind of yeah. so whenever we ask that question um how are you doing um don't ask it in a way that implies all you want is uh yeah fine thanks back because um yeah. we need to give people time don't we and uh and be there, be available to them. Uh, as you were speaking, I was thinking about what Jesus said. Uh, Jesus said, do not worry. Do not worry. Yeah. Um, and um, and I, I just say, you know, actually, uh, you know, if you ever go up to somebody who's worrying about anything and say, look, don't worry, uh, or pie the pony, if, you, uh, if you're uh, speaking Welsh. Um, yep. You know, I, I think... It's almost like white noise, isn't it? So what's Jesus doing there? I, I think Jesus is hes coming alongside and saying, look, whatever you're going through, um, I am actually here for you. I 
you know, I am there and I've I've got you covered. And, you know, there's there's other things that Jesus says, isn't it? That, you know, about how, um, you know, um, not a sparrow falls to the ground without God knowing. I mean, God knows absolutely everything that we go through. And in that, Jesus says, True. do not worry. So why does he say that? He says that because he's got the solution to absolutely yes. everything that we go through, whatever it is, however um, uh, impossible it feels to solve in a human way, God has yep. the answer for it. So I kind of want to, I want to say to you guys that, uh, you know, Jesus is not just a religion. Uh, it's not just uh, mm. someone to believe in. He's actually, he is, he's, He's literally the only way we get out of this life. Well, mm. he's mm. he's the only way that 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 we are able to get out of this safely. So, I want to encourage you guys to, uh, if you are worried about stuff, get somebody around you, get into a, a group of men. If you don't know, as John said, if you don't know how to do that get in touch with us whales at cvm.org.uk and we will link you in with people that we know locally mm. to you we will help get that kind of support but also maybe just go and sit in your favorite seat wherever that is get yourself away from everything else and just say jesus i've a whole bunch of stuff going on in my life right now and i am really worried about it but actually those guys on the code life cymru podcast have just said that you said do not worry. Mm. So, mm. will you help me in this? I tell you what, he won't let you down. He's never let me very down. Good. Yeah, He's never let me down. That's very true, John. Very good. So, as we as, as we come into land a, a little bit, there's a couple of other things we we wanted to share with you guys. Um, and um, the first thing is there's something special happening this coming Sunday. Apparently, John, do you want to tell us a bit more about it? It's not. It's not a birthday. I, I felt like then there was going to be an introduction. I was going to sing Happy Birthday. You're 50. No, so this Sunday, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no way. Uh, this <laughs> this Sunday uh, is National Sports Sunday. So the idea of National Sports Sunday, um, headed up and created by Sports Chaplaincy UK, is to encourage churches and Christian communities to be aware of their sports clubs, sports teams, sporting organisations around them. Uh, to pray for them, to celebrate them, to um, encourage them. And actually, uh, again, that kind of feeds into that well-being and that sort of, um, you know, um, ensuring that we're staying in the game. And maybe we'll talk about sport and the, the um, benefits of that uh, another time. But yeah, this this Sunday, that's coming up. And actually, that's a, a great way, isn't it, again, to be connected, both for a church to connect with its sporting community, but also for us to find that connection with other people um, is maybe through um, sports clubs as well. So be, be be praying for your local sports teams, your sports clubs this Sunday. If you're a church leader, you want some resources, you can check out sportschaplaincy.org.uk or just reach out to your local sports team, sports club, and just tell them um, you're praying for them. Uh, tell him that you're grateful for what they do in the community, and I know that they would appreciate that. That's awesome. How, what would it look like if uh, a church or several churches were to reach out to every club across the UK this coming weekend and actually just say, do you know what? Uh, we love what you do. You you bring a lot of joy to us, and we're praying for you guys. That'd be a pretty awesome, I, wouldn't it, to be fair? 
I think it'd be great. Yeah. I think it'd be very honoring um, and would help build really good relationships in our, in our communities between churches and sports clubs and organizations. Brilliant. Brilliant. And um, just before we finish, John, I want to uh, go back to my quote from Erwin McManus earlier yeah. and just um, read the last couple of sentences of that again. Um, just because I think this is a great place to leave this month's podcast. There is more courage in us than danger ahead of us. You are strong enough for the battles ahead. Um, I love that. So here's the thing for me, um, and uh, this has been in my thinking uh, for a number of days now. Um, It's a little bit going back to the the wedding at Cana in the Gospels, you know, where um, uh, Jesus turns water into wine. And then I think, is it the father of the groom stands up and says, usually, you know, once we're all drunk, you you bring out the plonk that's horrible. Yeah, you bring out the cheap stuff at the end, yeah. But you have saved the best till last. Um, And um, and I want to just really, really... Uh, stress that, that a genuine belief that I have that the best days are ahead of us. That actually, yeah. um, we're talking about how we get momentum going, and you know, um, there's a breakfast at Emmanuel Church in Llandidno next Saturday. Numbers are low, so if you're in North Wales, uh, come along at nine o'clock. We'd love to see you there, really would. Uh, but you know, uh, we 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 want to get things happening and it's, and, and that's, that that's what gives a bit of angst when it's not happening and all sorts of stuff then with family and oh yeah, loads of it, isn't it? We've all got loads of stuff going yeah. on, but there's more courage in us than there is danger ahead of us. And the best days are yet to come. They are, they are in front of us and given everything that we're going through. I don't want that to sound like a cliche that don't worry about everything. Don't worry about the cost of living crisis. Don't worry about, the war in ukraine hmm. i'm not saying that they're big stuff and, and they, you know but actually i think it is worth saying that um that god has got a plan for us all going forward yeah yeah agreed he's got a plan for us going forward and if we will just look to him and we will trust him he will bring us through whatever we are facing this week so guys uh, as we finish if you are um, struggling this week, Mental Health Awareness Week, then please reach out to us at the very least or reach out to those around you and share your problems, share whatever's going on. Because once you share it, you break, you break the power it has over you anyway and people are around you to support you. If you are... Um, uh, uh, not uh, too busy reach out to a local sports club this coming weekend we you know that would be super encouraging for them and um, yes. w- john and i will be doing the same anyway and also remember that god has a plan for your life god has a plan for your future and that plan is pretty awesome so just simply ask him what is it yeah and he will let you know John, it's been great chatting with you. Any final comments you want to make? No, I think just just that we just said it's you know we've talked about connection, connection with God, connection with other people. Uh, reach out, 
and I'm sure and I know that you will find that support, that help, that aid uh, when you need it, both in the challenging times, but also as something to be grateful for and celebrate in the in the better times too. Brilliant. Well, it's been great uh, chatting and thank you guys for listening. Can I just remind you, we are on Facebook, we are on Twitter, we are on YouTube, uh, we are on Instagram. We are everywhere. Will you connect with us? Like what we do, support us, subscribe, all of that stuff. Um, it really does help us to reach more men, certainly across Wales. Uh, John, have a great rest of the month, and uh, we will catch up again uh, with the next instalment of Staying in the Game. Take care, buddy. Thank you. And you, make sure you stay in the game. And if you need any help, you know where I am. Um, We'll look forward to the next episode. Well, guys, that's it for this month. Thank you for listening to the Code Life Cymru podcast. We really do appreciate all the support that you give us. And it's fair to say that we couldn't do any of this without you. So please do remember to head across to our YouTube channel and subscribe to it if you haven't done so already. And please, please do consider visiting cvm.org.uk forward slash donate to support us financially. Every penny raised in Wales is used here in Wales to spread the gospel. Thank you very much. Diochem Vaud Yawn.